0: Well, gather round, everybody. It is time once again for the Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Tim Kennedy. I'm here with Sean McGuire. Hello. And joining us today, we have Dr. Bjorn Westgard back with us. How are you, Bjorn? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. It's good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for the sound effects, Sean. Uh, We are going to be looking today at uh, some guys that were hurt most of this past season, uh, we're going to be talking to Dr. Westgard about what their pro- prospects and prognoses might be for this uh, this upcoming year in 2021.
1: I think it's prognoses,
0: <laughs> prognosi, prognosi, <laughs> prognostices. <laughs> um, we'll also be discussing more recent injuries to uh, Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goff as well. Uh, before we jump into that, we just have one uh, news item to discuss. The uh, Combine is, is not taking place the way it normally would, and I found out when I was looking up some information on this. It's got an official name that's different. Have
1: you, have oh, you, no, I don't know about this. It's
0: officially known as the National Invitational Camp.
1: Like, that's what it's called now, or that's what it's always been called?
0: Well, I guess apparently, like, it's listed as, like, that's the official name, but most people know it as the NFL Scouting Combine.
1: Right. Yeah. But it's always been called the National Invitational Camp? I
0: think that was the original name.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I did not know that little, that's a, yeah, it's a totally Cliff Clavin. <laughs> that's
0: right. I'm, dro- I'm dropping little bits of, little biscuits of knowledge.
1: There you go.
0: <laughs> Anyway, uh, players won't be uh, gathering in Indianapolis this uh, this year for the combine. They're going to be working out at uh, their own campuses uh, for pro days. The NFL is working to keep the drills um, uniform from site to site.
1: Uh, I was going to say it's like some some colleges are, they're going to have a grass field and some are going to have a turf field. I mean that will make a difference on times.
0: Right. Yeah. Well. So I you know this definitely is going to throw some uh, some wrenches into the results and. Make it hard for teams to compare the workouts, but the NFL is doing the best they can, trying to keep that.
1: I think it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting just because timing-wise, like you know, you and I have talked a little bit about what we're how we're planning on on covering rookies and whatnot this year, and it'll be interesting because you presumably aren't going to have one data dump of whenever everything happens, right? It's going to be like spread out over. I guess, whole spring and summer where you have having these um, pro days, unless somehow the NFL is going to have everybody doing their own pro days on the same weekend, which would seem to be difficult to handle for scouts. So I would guess that that's not what's going to happen. Right.
0: So. No, I think uh, – I'm trying to remember what I read, but I think it said something like they're pushing it back maybe to early March and maybe kind of having a more consistent time for these pro days. But hmm. anyway. Although,
2: if they're doing it by Zoom – I mean, it seems like, you know, I I can do two meetings at once on Zoom. So it seems like if you're a scout, you might be able to access a lot more. How
1: present are you there for both of those Zoom meetings?
2: I do what's essential.
1: All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the uh, psychological testing and interviews that teams are conducting will be done virtually like that. But I think the, the pro day workouts are... You know, I don't know that there'll be Zoom in. Those. Well, and
1: some some of the some of the smarter people last year, when when they couldn't when their pro days were a lot, a lot of teams pro days were canceled, they basically just did their own, they got some guy to help them out with a stopwatch and they just basically did their stuff on camera and sent it in. And I think that was more useful than people like Tyler Johnson who didn't do a pro day and didn't do that. And so people had their questions about his speed endured, and he fell to the fifth round. So. Right. I, I think this is actually probably better than kind of the weird hodgepodge of, of things that happened last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with you. All right. Well, we're going to jump into our topic here right away. Um, first one, Bjorn, I didn't uh, prep you for this one, but I just wanted to throw a question at you. Uh, you Don't worry. You'll be able to answer this. I have full confidence in you. Um I heard of a player. I think his name was Marquise.
1: It's hard to pronounce. His name yeah. is hard to pronounce. Yeah. But Marquise sopo or something like that. It's like that, but it was. It, I feel like it was maybe a little more Nordic.
0: Oh, oh yeah, maybe. But anyway, I heard he was um, out snowshoeing, and he hit his his calf with his snowshoe when it was fully. Uh, Flexed. Flint, and, is
1: it flexed or extended? I wasn't sure. Well,
0: I think it was flexed, and I, I heard he might have ruptured his calf. I
1: heard, I, what I heard is he complained about it for a long time.
2: It wasn't a complete uh, muscle rupture. I think it was sort of a portion of the, the muscle. Um, and yeah, no, it's very similar to, you know, sort of a, a, a top end running back high stepping over sort of a deflected tackle. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> then can back,
1: <laughs> <yeah>.
0: <laughs> we're not talking about Marquise Tuiasosopo. This this was an injury Bjorn suffered up snowshoeing this weekend.
2: I haven't actually looked it up to see if if it's a thing. Like, <laughs> I it feel like, like it's the first snowshoeing injury like, that I've maybe ever in heard
1: competitive of. snowshoeing. Like this is like a regular There's, injury. Yeah. This is the the ACL of competitive snowshoeing. Well, and,
2: and I'm actually most sheepish about it because I was running to get out of the way of the fat tire bikers, <laughs> and so I was sort of like fleeing from you know from yeah,
0: from bikes
2: from faster uh, faster creatures. Uh, <laughs> And I was I was running. I'm,
1: and I'm envisioning that 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 D back that was trying to run away from DK Metcalf. <laughs>
2: there you go. I like that. Uh, yeah. No. And I just took a step, and and the metal end of one of the uh, metal end of one of the uh, snowshoes came up and just thwapped my uh, you know thwapped. You familiar <laughs> Thwap, with thwapping. Mess, thwapping. Uh, thwapped my calf and. It was uh, instantaneous. I was just like, "Oh, I'm down."
0: Yeah. No, I was. I was with Bjorn. It was instantly painful. <laughs> was...
2: Yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. Uh, although I will say, three days later, I I went for a ski. Yeah. And it was barking at me the entire time. I, but I
0: don't know why you go
1: skiing when you have a ruptured calf. But yeah, it to me, sounds like it's a, against doctors' orders. <laughs>
2: Well, there's no, you know, unless the whole thing's done, there's no surgical treatment. So then it's just a matter of sort of
0: letting it rest, working it out, stretching it out to length.
2: I think
1: I I can stretching
2: it out to length so it heals at length, and so that if there's any scar tissue, it's not contracted scar tissue. Oh, wow! It's scar tissue at the appropriate length, so you can use the full muscle. This is this Mm. is
1: this is. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm a lawyer, and I'm I'm used to spinning things, you know. And I'm impressed at your ability to. To rationalize your your non treatment of your own injury, that's re- amazing.
2: There's no treatment. There's
0: <laughs> ibuprofen, ibuprofen and booze. All right. All right. Well, let, let's we move talk on. about real injuries? Let's move on to a real injury. Yeah. Uh, uh, the first one that we wanted to talk about. This is actually one of the recent ones. I brought up. Pat Mahomes was hurt this past weekend in this uh, divisional playoff game. So, are you talking about his big toe? I no, I am not. Because he talk was about hobbling. The big toe if you hobbling want to talk about, about the big, big uh, hobbling with the big
2: toe well, for most have, of the game.
0: Do you have commentary on the toe? <laughs> I mean, we can well, sure
2: hear it. Let me just say, you can minimize the big toe, but the big toe, it is the big toe for a reason. Because uh,
1: it's, it's larger <clears throat> than the other toes?
2: It It bears, you know, the base of the big toe bears like a large percentage of your weight, and when you think about somebody who's doing athletic activity, think of like their push-off point. It is your big toe. So, that is not a small injury.
0: That said... Having having your neck... Having your body pulled to the ground by your head might be a worse injury, a more concerning injury.
2: <clears throat> it seemed... Did
0: you watch the video of that thing, man? I did. That was horrendous.
1: Well, and the thing that... So, you, I, I was struck by was... Um, there's not a like a blow to the head, right? So, people are looking at concussion and saying, how does he have a concussion and I heard weird alternate explanations about somebody hit like this part region of your chest or, or by your, you know, where that can cause that kind of symptoms. And, and, and I was like, that doesn't su- that doesn't sound right. So what do you think happened?
2: Well, so when you're watching the video, I mean, it doesn't look like there was helmet to helmet, it doesn't look like there was helmet to ground to any significant degree right? Like you would expect for somebody who's concussed in the NFL. That said, the one element of concussion that is kind of neglected, but that you can totally imagine happening is what's called kind of a coup, contra coup kind of injury, where basically there's enough room for the brain to move around in the skull, that if you whip the head back and forth, you're basically, you can imagine the brain sort of sloshing around and hitting the insides of the skull. Mm -hmm. And so you could imagine that happening. Um, It's tough watching the video to see where exactly that would happen. Um, But the, the more concerning thing when I watch the video is once he's down, he gets like basically his body gets dragged by his head for another like four or five feet.
1: Yeah, there's there's an impact on the on the ground where his shoulder hits the ground and the defensive player is still holding on to his head and and skips away from him and like pulls his body by his head. And it's not easy to see. And could that cause, uh, you know, dizziness and all those other things we saw when he couldn't stand when he got up?
2: Well, certainly could. In that, basically, everything that connects your head to your body would then get stretched and could potentially be injured. Um, so I don't, I don't know. They were basically. It's, it sounded like, um, you know, what, I forgot what the coach said. He was like, he passed all the stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> afterwards, he. But
1: he didn't do it when he first got up. There's no doubt about that. Oh yeah, he, he, no, he, he looked he was... rocked. So, like, so, you know, um, we've mentioned this before. at coach hockey, and, and we go through some concussion training and whatnot, and they always talk about head and neck injuries, you know, together, and, um, and can you have, if you have, like, everything else aside, is it like a spinal cord injury, and can you have concussion symptoms Stemming from just the spinal cord being stretched,
2: probably not concussion s- symptoms. But think about a stinger, right? You're familiar right. with a stinger, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of like a I
0: reverse. I think we've talked about
1: stingers,
2: have we?
0: I think we did. Okay. The, the, the first well, it's time like around. a
2: reverse stinger, right? You know, a stinger is like a compression.
1: I feel like a reverse do <laughs> I won't go
2: there. <laughs> it's well. Think about a st- Think about a stinger. Um, And which is like a compression of the spinal cord and the nerves that are coming out of it. Right. Um, It's kind of like a reverse stinger, but you can also get injury with stretching stuff. Um, The trouble with stretching uh, as well, I mean, any head and neck injury, is that you could also have vascular, all sorts of stuff that could happen. But clearly, Mahomes was not there when he came up. Right.
0: Guy couldn't walk off the field. Probably too early to, you know, make any, I don't know, too much of a a call on going forward for Mahomes, but do you think he'll be playing this coming week? Are you kidding me? No way.
2: Mahomes is playing.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
2: (laughs) It's the NFL, man.
0: Why didn't you know? (coughs) know. So 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 think
2: about, this is what's so interesting, thinking about this case. Like, think about the concussion protocol in the NFL. So the fine, if you screw with a... uh, Concussion protocol is a hundred grand. Yeah. What team is not going to play Mahomes and pay that hundred grand if they're wrong?
1: If it's a close call, you're saying. Yeah. So here's the but here's the bigger question. So Mahomes is widely considered to be the top dynasty quarterback in the league. Um, you know, and he's still pretty young. I mean, he's what is was this his third year in the league? So is he? As a, as a former owner of Javid Best who had a concussion, lots of people have had concussions, but his concussion just looked different. It looked bad when he had it in college. He got another one in the NFL, and that was it for him. Is, is this, obviously we know if you have a concussion, you're more prone to other concussions. Is there anything in, that is particularly concerning by the extent to which he was out of it versus less concerning because maybe it was like a neck strain issue and not your classic impact concussion in terms of going forward long-term for for Patrick Mahomes. Is this this a thing that makes you more concerned or less concerned compared to a regular concussion?
2: I don't know that we have enough information to judge. If it was a concussion from... Coup-contra-coup, which is the only thing I can really see based on that video, would be sort of a whiplashy kind of thing mm-hmm. um, that throws his brain around inside his brain bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's the case, then you could imagine both sides of his brain getting smacked. Mm. Um, that said, I don't know that, that's, uh, that we have any information to say. That no, that's not enough worse. data
1: to, to make it. To, to yeah. Save, well, and, and sell your Pat Mahomes shares. <laughs>
2: I, I, I'm not selling them. Right. Um, not at this point, I wouldn't. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, the one thing that you can always think about with injury is the fact that everybody is different. Right. Like you can try to treat everybody with the same concussion protocol, the same ACL recovery protocol. And different bodies do differently. And so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Coach was very optimistic, but I was thinking about some of these other injuries we were thinking about talking about this week. Yeah. And the initial assessment is kind of like, yeah, he's good. He's good. Right. And oh, with he, Patrick he, Mahomes, everybody wants him to be good.
0: He passed all the stuff. He passed, he passed all the all, stuff. He all the he's stuff. good.
1: Didn't we spend $500 million on this guy? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, another more recent injury here. Jared Goff dislocated his thumb in week 16 against the Seahawks. Um, that also is a rather gruesome video to watch. Uh, like, clearly, that thumb is not where it belongs. Um, it's, so, I've heard some conversation that it might just be dislocated, it might be broken. Uh, do we have confirmation one way or the other?
1: What do we think?
2: Well, I've seen reviews of the videos. Uh, but uh, it keeps getting referred to as a thumb injury. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: And, and but outer arm injury. Like <laughs> extremity. End of, end exactly. of arm. Yeah. It's sort of like a lower extremity well, that's injury. That's how
1: they do it in hockey, yeah. right? They say upper body or lower body injury. So they're not saying really
0: what, what for sure happened.
2: Um, I mean, my clinical impression is that it got jacked.
1: okay all right so what so as it as a jacked thumb is is it the kind of jacked thumb that will return i mean jared Goff's not a guy that if you're playing in one quarterback league you care about that much but if you're playing in a two quarterback or super flex league guys like jared goff are, are are really important so i'm wondering yeah what what anything to be concerned about long term for jared Goff?
2: well i mean the you know good thing for him it happened towards the end of the season right um so he's now got the off season to recover but uh, he definitely nailed multiple components of the thumb, right? So there's ligaments that ac- cross each joint and kind of keep them stable. He tore apart at least one of those, and it sounds like he potentially fractured it as well. He took basically a helmet to the thumb. You know, he had his outstretched thumb and and, he, and got nailed directly by a helmet which is a common sort of thumb injury for a quarterback, right? Um, or somebody snags it, right? You know, if you're coming to grab the ball and you got that open thumb, it's easy to snag it. But I think the combination of the helmet and uh, uh, the way it was, he he jacked at least a ligament, probably the the ulnar collateral ligament, which is a gamekeeper's thumb, at the very least. And then one of those
1: wait, gamekeeper's thumb. What's is that like a st- term?
2: It is a term. It's a uh, gamekeeper's thumb. It comes from uh, gamekeepers, uh, sort of hunters' game, that kind of thing, where they used to sort of kill rabbits by holding their head and smacking them on the edge of a
1: hard surface. It's like and little bunny foo foo. Bunny foo foo-foo. foo. Bunny foo foo.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> I like. Lo- I love the the official medical terms the the
1: (laughs) childhood Uh, story terms
2: yeah uh no i was thinking about the michael moore film the original michael moore film
1: uh something in me yeah yeah yeah
2: roger and me me. uh he goes and he visits a a rural gal in uh, michigan who basically does the gamekeeper's activity where she takes a bunny holds it sort of by its torso and neck and then smacks it on a table and Kills it, and the trouble is, you hold your head on their their neck, and you 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 hurt that uh, ligament. Anyhow, <laughs> Goff busted that ligament, busted a bone. You know, it's going to take a while. He's not going to be able to grip a football for beans for quite so a while.
1: His playoff thing was just kind of gutting it out, and then yeah, and then off season rest and probably be okay. I just was when I see the video and his his thumb is all jacked in odd directions. We're in Minnesota here. Alan Page is kind of like a living legend here, but if you ever meet Alan Page, he, he was a justice on the Supreme Court, and that's kind of something I spend my time I doing. I have met him. But his hands are like a mangled mess. They look like the b- before Jared Goff straightens out his thumb, but like every one of his fingers in three different ways. It's yeah. just crazy. So I
0: his pinky is legitimately... Uh, at a right angle yeah. to the rest so of So this is like is this hand. is
1: this just extreme forms of what you're talking about here but just not ever fixed.
0: Yeah, except the
2: thumb is, you know, more kind important. of essential to a quarterback's activity. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> more a pinkie, yeah, more than a pinky. More than a the <coughs> the The thumb we end, would yeah. say
2: is actually what makes you human. But That's right.
0: You know, it might be more concerning for Goff, uh, I guess McVay had a Opportunity to confirm that he would be the quarterback next year, the starting quarterback, and he didn't say that. He said we're we're evaluating everything. Oh, that's so that's harsh. That might be even more concerning
1: than the thumb injury. Should we talk about other concerning situations? Yeah, Tim? we we
0: have another quarterback that we want to talk about, and just full disclosure, it's Joe Burrow who I drafted this year in our rookie draft. So, I might <laughs> recuse myself
1: from this conversation. <laughs> yeah, you. Get, um, I, I got a tissue for you if you need it. But uh, we
0: we were chatting a little bit before I hit the record button, and Bjorn um, does not have me in a hopeful place. So That's,
1: yeah, we're gonna talk about a bunch of ACLs, but let's start uh, with Burrow.
0: Well, a bunch of CLs, yeah.
1: CLs, yeah. yeah. They're all CLs. But so stuff. yeah,
0: uh, Bjorn, do I have <laughs> what, what, what kind of hope do I have here for Burrow to to be my franchise quarterback for the next decade?
2: Well, again, I said earlier, everybody is different and there are people oh, this who is recover you, this is a, I'm you throwing you a bone him. here man. <laughs> um, there are people there are people who recover differently. but what was interesting, Joe Burrow's injury um, you know the if you if you look at the reports when he first came out, they're like, oh yeah, Torres ACL Torres ACL that's sort of all they were saying. And then when you finally get to what they actually did, No, his ACL was out, his MCL was out, they had to work on meniscus, his PCL was out. So the ACL and the PCL, those are the two things that are like essentially holding your femur to your tibia. Both of them are out. Hmm. So, and then all of the other supporting structures around it, it sounds like. So the only thing
0: holding his knee together when he left the field that day was his skin. Skin. Wow. (laughs) No,
2: no. there was there were there were multiple other structures. But um, I mean, we know people uh, personally who have had like bad knee injuries and, and hit multiple structures and multiple structures. You just know that that is way worse than just hitting an isolated ACL
1: right and I, and i you don't know this necessarily because i think we talked about this uh when you were here i had seen some of those early reports that were suggesting it was more extensive and i was and i had kind of opined in my non-medical way that i was concerned about this where do you think Joe Burrow is long term what what does this tell you
2: well so the one thing is um you know dude's a quarterback so it depends on what kind of offensive line you have
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> True.
2: Um, and you know, he was,
1: suppo- he was supposedly a mobile quarterback, though.
2: Yeah. Well, he's not a mobile quarterback anymore. Okay. Um, mm. but he's going to be a pocket quarterback.
1: Okay. But, but you said he got a chance. I'm you a saying
2: he got a chance.
1: Carson Palmer had a bad knee injury and it, it was yeah. a little more. No, but and...
2: that's what I'm saying. Like, as a quarterback, you can probably do something with that compared to if you're a running back or wide receiver and that right. kind of thing.
1: Right? It reminds me of an injury, um, I want to say Robert Edwards from the Patriots had a really bad ACL, multiple knee structures injury. He hurt himself playing sand football at the Pro Bowl after his rookie year. Never could, basically, never could play again because he had hurt so many structures, and was literally playing playing football on the beach at the Pro Bowl, and that was that was the end of his career.
0: I was kind of only half listening. This again was what you guys were chatting a little bit while I was setting up. But did you say something about two mop?
1: No, that's somebody else. That was somebody else. <laughs> okay, we're going to get to that. We'll get
0: there. Okay. Different injury. Different right. injury, different person. So, then,
1: then you get to make fun of me. Oh, so okay. All right. All so right.
0: so I, I'm going to hold on to Burrow, but uh, he's probably not going to be super mobile, running in uh, lots of touchdowns going forward. Oh, yeah. all right. Like, do you
1: think, I don't think do, so. Do you think he's – is this one of those situations where the world maybe doesn't realize how limited he is? And if you're a Burrow owner – you should be selling him on the optimism that he will come back.
2: Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> you heard it here. I heard it. Tim, hopefully nobody in the I'm, league is listening. I mean, you can it, unload him, but not if I'm
2: a betting man. Uh, my wife doesn't let me put down too much money, but if right. I'm a betting man, uh, yes.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Well, it's good. It's good to know at least. All right, we're going to lump a few ACL injuries together here. We've actually already talked um, before about Saquon Barkley's ACL injury. Um, I think
1: I what, Cohen Cortland what episode
0: 7. number it was. But, yeah, Tariq Cohen getting hurt. Um,
1: a- ACL Sunday. We talked we, – We had. we had – I think we had – We
0: did discuss – I remember discussing ACL Sunday. Yeah. yeah.
2: Which was pretty impressive. It was like – Eleven or something ACLs.
0: It, it, was, <laughs> it was it was not good. not good. But OBJ tore his ACL a little bit later in week seven. Um, I don't know if you if there was anything specific to add about his injury. Um, you know he looks like a guy whose career might be on the downturn anyway. A little but, bit. Uh, I mean a, he's a, not
1: a, he's not ancient. But no, he's
0: not. It's no. just he's had a few down years. Maybe I'm jumping too quick to conclusions but I don't know anyway anything specific about his injury Bjorn that you can well I think
2: I I mean OBJ is an open question in terms of where his career stands but uh if you look at his injury his injury happened away from the scrum right um so that's kind of good right he didn't take a hit to the
1: knee um, I'm guessing that's kind of how those secondary ligament injuries sometimes happen. As you pop one, there's some additional force on the knee. Yeah. That, it Usually it's like the a others. tackle
2: to the, right. to the lateral but aspect just of the knee. But if
1: you just catch a cleat in the turf, you might have an isolated injury. Yeah.
2: And so he basically, if you watch the video, he basically stepped wrong, and then you can just see his face kind of like, uh, I did this wrong. <laughs> And uh, so it seemed like, especially in the descriptions thereafter, that it was very isolated to the ACL. And and then the dude is like out filming videos like a week or two after surgery. He's like gimping around on one leg. He's not putting any weight on the other thing. He's like throwing footballs and snagging footballs. It was <clears throat> so I think he's going to do well. I think he's going to do pretty well. I, he may he may AP this.
1: Ooh.
0: Wow. So Tim's
1: selling because Tim doesn't like doesn't like his career arc. But when I hear AP in it, what I'm hearing is next year he may be re- good to go week one.
2: So think about it, dudes. Two thousand like, yards like you receiving. Said, you heard it here. He's he's got a dip <laughs> in his career. He's still got some. You know, he's got some vinegar in his veins. To, to he's got a little something to prove. Comes to the other side of this ACL. I yeah. think next week he, or next year he's driven. There
0: you go. Is an ACL still like a twelve month recovery
1: though, or Lesson does it depend? It no, it I wasn't think, for I AP. AP got re- recovered in six months.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think okay. most people would say that a bad ACL seven to nine months. Okay. Um, and Beckham's Joe, Joe
1: Burrow seven to nine years. Just kidding. <laughs>
2: Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Beckham's had the time. I think to, Beckham's to gonna be night. coming around. It'll be interesting to see what happens next year. I definitely think everyone's gonna be like, eh, I don't know, that dude tore his ACL, but uh, but uh, yeah. I think he'll he'll probably be slightly underrated. So if you still year. if
1: you still believe in the talent, if you still yeah. believe in the talent and the opportunity, you might be able to get a discount. The
2: fact it. that the dude was out there a week or two after surgery, like filming videos, like dude, I can do this. And he looks pretty good doing it, i got to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I now, was you like,
1: were, you were, we were talking about this. You were I was with you when you tore your ACL. You skied the rest of the day on that ACL before yes. you figured isolated out you had torn isolated
2: ACL. It. <laughs> isolated ACL.
1: But that was before surgery. That was not after surgery.
2: And I skied also the week after surgery.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, I did. Downhill. Across country, Bjorn's not a real good injured.
1: Person. I I no. suck he as doesn't. an injured he, person. He's, he's a terrible patient. Excellent <laughs> <Yes>. doctor. Terrible <laughs> patient. Yes. <Right.
0: laughs> hey, and just quickly, because lots of people are going to be interested, Saquon Barkley. Um, I forget your your uh, your prognosis for him the first time we talked about him. But is, is he somebody that people who uh, manage him or have him on their teams uh, should be worried about? Should they be selling?
2: I think the guys had all season. I mean, you He's know, had all
1: that yogurt. He should be doing fine.
2: Good bowel
0: health is very good for recovery. There's so many uh.
1: people out there going, what?
0: He's doing what? Yogurt commercials or something? <laughs> yeah, he's like, got.
1: Like for, for those of us, we yeah, get people listening in, in uh, you know, Great Britain or whatever. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yogurt. We,
0: always, we talk about bowel health more often
1: than you may know. <laughs> yeah. Protein. He's got good
0: bowel
2: flora. Uh, oh jeez, <laughs> biodiversity of bowel flora. It's it's he's no, he's no it's very good times. for health.
0: Is he a, is he a keeper? I think he's a keeper, guys. <laughs>
2: okay. uh, his injury sounds like sort of the standard ACL. Like if you're going to take sort of the middle of the road ACL type injury, sounds like that. And then and uh, then he's had all season. He's going to have the off season. I think he's going to be good be to fine. go.
0: And Cortland Sutton's another guy ACL tear. Um, he actually got it tackling somebody, which is probably unusual for a, a wide receiver. He was trying to take a guy down after an interception. But um, any concerns there long term? Um, sure. Um, I mean, always, I suppose, with an injury like this. But is there anything I, that's complicating I mean, his?
2: reading his injury, you can't tell if it's that much different from Barclay's. Um, but the no, other nothing aspect Nothing of particularly things, concerning nothing particularly concerning. I think it'll be interesting. Uh, he's got a year left on his contract and I think the team is going to, uh, try to, you know, they'll, they'll play him till he's done is my
1: guess. So that, so that may, 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 I guess, uh, well, he also has to try to get the next contract. So like, he's, he's going to have a reason for, for rehabbing properly, hopefully. And, uh,
2: Again, yeah, it's sort of this like stand, this middle of the road ACL where people are able to come back enough and play. I think he'll he'll do something with it next year.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's move on. We'll we'll get away from ACLs here. Um, talk about one of the biggest names in fantasy football and Christian McCaffrey. He only played in three games this year. He played in uh, weeks one and two. And then got a he high. He was really
1: good in those three games, well, though. He is. He's he the is. number one points per game player, which is every single time you try to look up people's stats, it's always distorting because, like, you know, he had 75 points on the year, roughly, Jeez. but it was in three games, so it was averaging 25 points a week. Wow.
0: Well, that's Christian McCaffrey for you. There you ya. go. But uh, he had a high ankle sprain first, came back from that, and then injured his shoulder. Um, so I'm assuming the high ankle sprain is a non issue now. Because he came back from it um, But maybe that shoulder injury Is still lingering he, he didn't play after week 9
2: I don't know man Guys had a bunch of injuries
1: uh, I mean that was kind of The book <laughs> on him coming out Was that he was undersized And he would not hold up
0: When he's getting He gets so much work He never comes off the field
1: Right Yeah So, so
0: he's gonna get He's a running back Who never leaves the field He's gonna
1: take some hits
0: He's gonna be working
1: I, yeah. And I think I think I mean, I, I think he's super fun to watch and everything like that, but it, what we're seeing is what people, you know, why people weren't taking him number one overall in rookie drafts or number two. I mean, he, he was getting taken in like the three, four, five range. He was an undersized running back, and how much is he going? I don't think people envisioned him getting the workload that he was getting, and then he proved to everybody that he could do that. Except now we're seeing that maybe it's not sustainable.
2: Yeah, no, it's tough to know. I mean, um, as an undersized running back, you're you're taking those hits. I mean, he was out for six weeks with the high ankle sprain, which is it. It make you know, you say ankle sprain, you're like, oh, ankle sprain, sprain my ankle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but high ankle sprain is really like uh, the some of the toughest tissue in the body. No,
1: it was gruesome when you explained it before. About, yeah. yeah,
2: holding the, the tibia and the fibula together at the ankle joint. Mm-hmm. And um, so injuring that, uh, you injure that entire joint in a way that takes a long time to recover from. And obviously, I mean, that's what it looked like. And then, you know, he's a running back, so you might expect he'd take a shoulder here or there. He had probably an AC separation at some point. But he came back from that. That was two weeks. Then he's got a quad, you know, because, uh, of course, he's been out for half the season. Right. Um. So it's, it's all about, you know, what does he do rehab-wise? Um, all of that seems to me fairly recoverable. It's all very soft tissue, doesn't need operations, that kind of thing. But um, it's a matter of whether he gets back in the game and is actually – getting time on the field and is actually
1: i mean producing yeah i'm not afraid based on what i've read and what you're saying i'm not afraid that he's got one of these injuries is something that is going to have a significant impact on his career i'm more concerned that this is what we saw this year next year we're going to see three different injuries and yeah for that well long term the
2: toll is going to be higher for him
1: right So he might he might be a
0: guy to think about selling if if you you can can, get yeah I think I think he still has really high
1: value but uh, you know and we could be wrong I mean maybe he just is one of these guys that like Frank Gore oh blew out two knees in college you can't he's not durable can't have him and then he proceeded to play running back until he was what 37 so I mean you can be wrong but um, I I'm I'm concerned about McCaffrey right now.
0: All right, I'm going to bring up another guy that happens to be on my team, Kenny Galladay. We seem to be talking about all of your players, too. I, I thought I was living This clean. episode is
1: a sub story about why Tim missed the playoffs. I'm a nice person.
0: I try to <laughs> treat others well, and I still end up with guys injured all the time. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, yeah, Kenny Galladay, he, he hasn't even practiced since the middle of November. Um, the only thing I've read about him is that he had a strained hip flexor muscle.
1: Isn't this a contract year for him? It yeah. is. He's a, yeah. Yeah.
0: He's a free so, agent. I, whenever that kicks in. Whenever, I, kick, yeah. So,
2: it's w- a weird. They, I feel like this is a weird situation because a hip flexor. So hip flexors is one of these. One of these deep. So you got your psoas and your iliac, and they're deep. They go into your belly and attach to your spine and then attach to your hips and they're. Um, the hip flexors, you know, they're, they're not like easy muscles to sort of diagnose or rehab, not like a lot of other things that are palpable and massageable and iceable and that kind of thing. Um, so I, f- I find his injury kind of interesting, you know, he's, he was out multiple weeks with this thing and then he, he was, you know, maybe he's going to come back and practice and then he tweaked it in practice and then he's like, I'm getting on the field, <laughs> I'm definitely getting back on the field. Um, and yeah, maybe cause it's contract year, you know, he's, you know, he's got to get back out there, but th- he's got this weird injury that is, you know, sort of outside the norm or, or, uh, a little odd, um, I, I just thought it was an interesting situation where he seemed like super gung ho, but never could get back out on the field.
0: So, so if you were gonna kind of hold out, maybe for your new Tim's air quoting. Yeah, I'm sorry, I am air quoting right now. This would be a nice Painting injury a visual picture here. to have because it's hard to diagnose. Yeah, you, you
1: don't really oh, have yeah, a good no, timetable no, no. for that's recovery. That's totally
2: in the back of my mind well, that okay. like it maybe me- he's working for.
1: Something else. So it reminds me of AJ Green because, like AJ Green, had this this again. I mean, we talked about how how many injuries AJ Green has had, but in a contract year, he had kind of mysterious injury that just never quite resolved. He never quite got on the field, and then and then he then he ultimately signed back with the Bengals, right, and played and and gave great effort. Just kidding, that was sarcasm.
2: <laughs> well, in Galladay's, he's like I'm Detroit. Like they drafted me. I've been here. This is my career. I'm staying here. Right. He's like, I'm all Detroit.
1: Yeah, but he might not be willing to put his body on the line until they pay the man, so to speak.
2: Yeah. To quote, open question. Quote a great. But I, I find that one of these interesting. There's, there's so many injuries in life where you can sort of like, how hurt are you when you, when you're kind of looking at someone's like, I'm really hurt. And you're like.
1: But you just had the snowshoe hit the back of your leg, right. How could you be exactly. that
2: exactly? I have never seen a snowshoe injury. How can you be this hurt? <laughs> and and then you kind of and the person's like, "No, I'm no, really, I'm really, really hurt. hurt." You're sort of like, "I don't
0: know, man." But uh, <laughs> and then there's video of you the next day cross country skiing, right? Right. <laughs> you can't be really hurt. I don't know
2: that there's vid- a video of Galladay, but.
1: Uh,
0: well, I think uh, I'm gonna again. I'm gonna hang on to Galladay because I love his talent.
1: And uh, yeah, I don't. I, I, I frankly, if he is basically has a little injury and is just not going to put his body on the line until he gets paid, I don't even. If I was a Kenny Galladay owner, that would not make me nervous. Yeah. Um, with AJ no, Green, it made he's me got nervous because AJ, AJ Green like, was At the worst, He's got a muscle old. strain. Kenny Galladay's not that old, and, and all he's doing is basically saying, I'm going to get paid, and then I'll put forth my effort next year. I don't think we have any indicators that he's not going to put his effort out next year. So. I
0: can deal with a muscle strain.
1: There you go. Nice.
0: All right. Um, just a couple more injuries to talk about. The next one, Dak Prescott and his dislocated ankle.
1: Have you confirmed that he has not gotten any kind of bacteriological infection in that leg?
0: <laughs> wow. I haven't heard of we, it. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. um, now that injury, I read, was a, it's an expected four-month recovery period, which would actually be about
1: the beginning of February here. Wow! If that happened that's about am- four months ago, if he can recover from that in four months, that's insane.
0: Yeah i I haven't heard that. Well, he's it's, that close, it's crazy.
2: But, I mean, you know, he had a fractured dislocation of the ankle, and they did surgery that night. Right? How many NFL injuries do you hear about right. where they're like, "Yep, he's operated on before before the game was done." I can yeah. think
1: of one, Alex Smith. <laughs> they they operated on him that night. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but we haven't heard that he, he hasn't had to follow that up with multiple surgeries to save his no, leg and his life. No. So. Um, and know.
2: he is bearing weight as of now and is apparently uh, using an anti-gravity treadmill, which is new to my rehab knowledge,
0: um, but it is... It uh, sounds like my kind of treadmill, though.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually, can I get one of those, is what I'm wondering. Is that, is that just a treadmill in a pool? Is that what that is?
2: No, no, it's like a treadmill. It kind of holds you up. It, it basically prevents... So you're not... Uh, you're not moving your weight forward. You're really working just the, the muscle, muscle,
0: it's, and, and flex a bit, keeping things yeah. flexible and yeah. moving. Okay.
1: So that is you, you're you're moving the muscles that move your legs without the force of your body yeah. pushing down on that um, whatever's injured.
2: Supposedly, this is not my. This uh, anti gravity treadmills are not my uh, ball of wax. They don't have those in the ER. No. Okay. No. I don't. Th- I I don't know that we have them in our rehab facility. Yeah, but- that's
1: cool. I will say the the cool thing. Cool. I mean, it's cool is not really the right word, but when I watched Project Eleven with Alex Smith, like how they basically had him rehab essentially in um, like VA hospitals with guys who had survived. IED attacks. Getting their limbs blown off. Again, the bl- and because that was the closest thing to what he had to go through, which is just incredible. Uh, I I would highly recommend anybody watching that if they, if they haven't seen Alex Smith the E60. Um, And I was just like, oh, my God, I hope that's not what – because as a Dak Prescott owner, I was like, I hope, I hope to God that that's not what is in store no, for him. No, I
2: mean, it, it seems like he's intact. He's moving. He's bearing weight. I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, And, like again,
2: it. you're talking about a quarterback – uh so
1: but he was another guy with a with a mobile I, it was a mobile know, quarterback pocket but... quarterback <laughs> Really Do you think I be... just
2: No, I don't know. Who knows what's going to come out uh on the other side of this. But, I think you know, these you get the Dallas quarter uh Dallas Cowboys quarterback gets operated on that evening. Boys getting rehab. We'll see what he
0: gets. All right? But, but no uh bottom line, not
1: You'd rather have him than you'd put your money on him over Joe Burrow, right? Oh yeah.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to I just knew where Tim was gonna go with this and I wanted to rip the band aid uh, off. Joe
2: you can't you can't screw together Joe Burrow's knee.
1: There you go. I mean that, it's soft tissue, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, again, it's better to know. Better to know.
0: <laughs> Give it to me straight, doctor. I can take it. <laughs> All right, uh, last injury. We talked a little bit about an Achilles injury with Marlon Mack earlier this year. Um, O.J. Howard also suffered an Achilles um, this season early on. Um, any any differences there? Anything special to talk about in his case?
2: I, I haven't really seen that much about their recovery. Um, um. You know, the basic thing to know, and we talked about this, I think, with Mac, um, is that that Achilles uh, does everything, right? You've got basically, you know, a centimeter-wide piece of tissue that is taking all the force for running or whatever movement your feet are doing. And uh, once that's done... Then you have to operate on it. And when you're operating, it's like sewing two mop heads together. I going to say. Oh, here there's the here, mop heads. Mop heads, okay. yep. Um, and so, so you can so imagine does that, how... Does that
1: mean they literally sew each like you know in a mop head there's like different strands right do you actually have to make separate connections to all of them or is it well there's a
2: variety of techniques and some of them i mean there's even a technique um for tendon repair called the chinese finger trap where you're basically that's really what it's called that's not
1: just some racist term
2: uh (laughs) or i mean maybe it's not called that anymore i'm sure they you know have a better term for it but But uh... that was
1: the toy when we were kids That that was what they called it. it was like okay I so, have
2: one at my house as we speak. So and, it's
1: like a it's like a sleeve that you put over two different things and then yeah, holds and,
2: it together. and the tension uh, actually pulls it tighter. Right? Yeah, so the yeah, more
1: yeah. you stress it, the stronger it becomes. Yeah. That's crazy.
2: So, uh, but Achilles, uh, I, I, we talked about this before. There, um, I think Sean, you brought it up that where you were like, guys with Achilles injuries, they just never seen the same.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, we since we talked about Marlon Mack, there is one running back that has successfully, I think the first running back to successfully come back from a torn Achilles, and that is as Dante Foreman, who is now the backup in Tennessee. Who knows what happens next year with him? But he did make it back. He did play in the NFL. Um, and, you know, we've seen uh, Emmanuel Sanders came back at the wide receiver position. Um, you know, lots of people are thinking that, well, Marlon Mack is, he'll be back next year, just like it's another injury. And I'm really, based upon kind of what our conversation was, um, I'm still very pessimistic on, on that. And I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Kind of, that's kind of where I'm at with him. And I feel like OJ Howard has got to be the same. I yeah. can't imagine it'd be any different.
2: No. And, and, um, no, I think it's a tough injury. And I, I looked it up, uh, since we were chatting last and uh 28 it's a career ending injury so you think 28 percent you're done uh and then so what happens to the other 72 percent right. you know there's got to be a substantial portion of those folks for whom their activities limited and then uh playing
1: in the cfl or the or some or xfl or some maybe not in the top professional league in the world yeah. right yeah
2: and so, you know, for you to say, oh, there's one guy, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there's one guy.
1: Don't bet on the one guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Would you bet on Marlon Mack or Joe Burrow? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, that's just a little bit of a
2: toss up. But just really
1: hammering. That.
2: I do feel like Mack's got a little more fire in his belly, but that's.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think he wants to be back, but I. I think sometimes the heart wants what the body can't do, and we'll see.
2: Yeah, you'll have to see. I I think Tim's already done with Burrow, so we don't probably need to hammer that any further.
1: <laughs> all right, just composing myself here. Okay. All right, all, right, all, right. all right. Well, that's. Do, do, do you need me to send it out, or, you, or do you need like a, a, oh, no. a moment here to? <laughs>
0: No, I'm all right. That's that's going to wrap it up for our injury episode here with Bjorn Westgard. Uh, Bjorn's a very good friend of ours. If you send a question our way via Twitter, I'm at SteelPod.
1: I'm at SteelPod, Sean.
0: You can reach us uh, on email, uh, steelpod at gmail.com, and also posting on our Facebook group uh, called The SteelPod. If you have questions, you can post them there. Um, we will for sure get your question to bjorn on any particular player and I'm again confident that he would come through for us with an answer uh, so thank you for joining us today um, coming up we'll be you know depending on how the combine goes we yeah. have several combine shows planned for you um, we'll have to see how that plays itself out
1: yeah we'll get we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out we'll get some things I think we're gonna one of the things we're planning on going through is maybe some uh, go through a couple different rule ideas that we we're that was one of the things we we're going to talk about is is just some ways that you may want to you know to alter things in your league and, and give something a try if you're interested yeah.
0: yeah so we'll look forward to doing that this was a, a really good time glad you could join us today and uh, until next time bye bye see you later thank you for listening to another episode of steel join our community on the steel pod facebook group and follow us on Twitter at Steel Bob.